Welcome everyone to episode 355 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. It is just me today. Will is on, he's on a, like a mini vacation in Florida this week. He's <clears throat> actually at the Tampa Bay Lightning Washington Capitals game right now. So I'm super jealous of him, but that's where he is. So joining me for tonight's episode on Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze is my wife Val. Hey. Hey, thank you for having me on. I'm really excited. It's been a long time. It's been, been a really long time. Um, I usually sit over in the corner <laughs> while you're recording this, and yeah. every now and then I throw my two cents in, but it's nice to be on officially, so yeah. thank you. I'm and, and you. And you always listen. Always. Always. So, yeah, our uh, <clears throat> excuse me, our main topic is Donkey Kong Tro- Country Tropical Freeze. Uh, we've been playing it together on co-op. We finished the first and second worlds. We wanted to have more played, but... Uh, uh, playoff hockey kind of interfered so uh, life interferes it's just what happens for yep. us anymore so yep. <laughs> uh, we did get through the first two worlds so that's going to be our main segment uh for later on in the episode i played death road to canada on the switch that just came out earlier this week i believe uh so i'll be talking about that for what i played i also restarted mario and rabbit's kingdom battle so i'll also be talking about that so <clears throat> I, I think i have a video game to talk about but i don't think i'm allowed to talk about it you are you are can I say? Yeah, of course. Okay. I apologize because I'm married to like a thumbstick athlete, but I've been playing a lot of Candy Crush Saga, but I have a lot to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So to be fair, we'll give it a chance. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fine. Uh, so yeah, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. <clears throat> now I had my, uh, sorry, I keep coughing in the microphone. Of course, my voice starts to crackle now. Allergies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Always. uh, we've yeah, played a lot of co-op games together, uh, specifically platformers usually mario games mm-hmm. but also a few years ago rayman legends was one of our favorites right. game uh, of the year yeah it was our game of the year a few years ago Hotly contested. Uh, donkey kong country tropical freeze was not one we ended up playing it was kind of came out at the end of the the wii u's life mm-hmm. so we didn't end up end up buying it i i know we were interested but just when it came out I, you might have been taking classes and we just didn't have the time yeah it, do you know what year it was um because we might have had a new baby, or I might have been taking 2014. So our daughter was like one. Yeah. So I and, mean, and it never could have slept, been, and never slept, and she was very, <clears throat> she very much needed me for that, for that first like almost two years. So, yeah. and then she transitioned to keeping you up all night. <laughs> yes, she did. So there's that. So yeah, uh, we we missed this one the first time around. So I was really excited mm-hmm. when it came out on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, you know, the Switch is just a much more convenient console to play. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, playing undocked from the TV is, is, has been great. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it was very highly reviewed when it first came out. It's highly reviewing, you know, re- reviewed great now. And, and I can totally see why. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention is there's a certain, uh, I would say, vocal minority. Uh, I spend some time on the Nintendo Switch uh, subreddit and people were complaining that the original Wii U one that when it came out was $50 and this was a full $60. Uh, they kind of have nicknamed it the switch tax, uh, which I don't get. Uh, I, I talked about before, but the Wii U was at the end of its lifespan with this, when this mm-hmm. game came out, not a lot of people played it, uh, which is a shame because it's a really, really mm-hmm. good game. So there's kind of that undercurrent, but I, for me, I think it's well worth $60, uh, even though we ha- we've we only played probably about a third of it so far. Yeah, um, oh, I would definitely say it's worth 60 and I think when you think about, like it, like you said, it was the end of the Wii U's life, and the Switch is a completely different 
system, you know, I mean, it's, it's a different experience, I think. So, yeah. So I think the 60 is very reasonable. I don't think it's over, it's over cost, you know? Yeah. I mean, the main thing they added was the, excuse me, was the Funky Kong mode, which I'm not even really sure what that does, but I know it makes the game slightly easier. Yeah. So uh, it is a difficult platformer. It's hard. Uh, You want to get into our troubles that we were having when we first started specifically? Yeah, sure. So I think for me, um, just a little background on me, like I consider myself a Mario snob, (laughs) I guess. Um, When I was growing up, I spent summers at my grandma's house and I had some younger uncles um, and they had Nintendo systems, but they also were working on a farm. So they didn't get to sit around and play video games like they wanted to. So I played their video games and I played hours and hours and hours of Mario. And that's pretty much all I did for every summer when I was growing up. Um, So being a Mario snob, I was very used to holding, what would it be? Like X, X or Y. I always get it confused because it's different than the Xbox controller. So yeah, it's it's right there. Is it Y? Y. It's Y. Y and then jump with B. Right. So I was used, I always, you know, fast run, like run fast through everything. So every time I would do that, I would like spin off a cliff or like (laughs) fall in a hole or run into some guy with a horn sticking out that, you know, ended me. Um, So that was really a a challenge and a learning curve. Um, I also think because you have to hit, is it ZR? Geesh, I can't even remember. Yeah, it's ZR. ZR. ZL. ZR. I think it can be used either one. It's ZR or R or ZL or L. L. Which does Mm -hmm. the grapple. So if there's things in the environment that are like a barrel or whatever. Right in the video right now. If you're watching the video, you have to manually grapple. Where I I think in Donkey Kong Country, Donkey Kong Country, they automatically grab like vines and stuff when when you were swinging on vines. But you have to actually physically grab them. And it took me a really long time to get that. I still can't 100% say with confidence that I can that I can grab things. I have to stop and think and be like, okay, what? So it's really funny, like that whole muscle memory, the idea of that muscle memory. You know, I am so in, ingrained in Mario and how that functions and Rayman Legends mm-hmm. function the same way. So to, to switch, at first I was like, I don't really know how I'm going to do this. But um, I think, you know, now that we've played what? Four, Probably four or five hours. Four or five hours. I feel like I'm pretty comfortable, but I know when we go back to it again, <laughs> I'm going to have to stop and be like, okay, how, like, what am I using? What am I pushing um, to get what I want to do? So I think right off the bat, controls were a very tough challenge for me, and I think for you as well. Yeah, I, I'm not uh, as much in the Mario controls, but like mm-hmm. I recently played Celeste and then Lightfall, which have pretty similar control schemes. Uh, there are ones where, you know, you, you hook onto walls and then jump and, and wall, wall jumping specifically is something that it took me a while to get used to not being in Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Uh, and then in Lightfall, you create platforms under you when you're jumping. Uh, so that like that, that's a new wrinkle uh, that I hadn't experienced in a game before. And I was kind of getting used to that. So to come to Donkey Kong Country, which uh, I feel like even Donkey Kong Country is its own skill set, even more really so is. than any other game, because it, really it, it kind of blends everything. There's there's times where there's a lot of fast, twitchy movement, mm-hmm. and those are the parts of the game that I'm the best at. That's just what I'm used to in in, in a platformer, uh, like a Celeste, like a Super Meat Boy, and, and to a lesser extent, Lightfall, which is a little bit slower. Um, 
But there's also there, you know, you need patience like you need in Mario. And this guy and that's has no video game patience, okay? I've tried to play Mario with him, or I've watched him play, like, on our Super Nintendo Classic. He plays Super Mario World, and I have beaten that games with every secret, every level, a billion times in my life. And he's jumping on platforms, and I'm like, would you just slow down? Like, he has no patience, and I know the rhythm of every single castle. It's kind of pathetic almost. no it's good it's something i've invested a lot of time into and um yeah no patience here no no <laughs> absolutely none so yeah i mean that's that that's a difference too uh mm-hmm. i we've kind of gotten used to it it's yeah. it's still pretty difficult because there's a, yeah. they, they throw a lot of surprises for you you went just i feel like just when you feel like you kind of have a handle on what's going on, they throw something new at you, mm-hmm. which is it's it's kind of cool at the same time because yeah. it keeps you on your toes. It does. It doesn't. It's not like the same thing over. So I'm just watching our video. Yeah. And it's that part with the sharks. Do you remember? The sharks chase you, mm-hmm. and there's no real way to get rid of them. Like you just have to outswim them. And that yeah. was like really. I think we that was one of the videos we made it, and we had to delete it because yeah. it was just so bad. Yeah, we did that a couple times because yeah, our our co op is is on my rated G games. So uh, if you if you want to watch, we we die a lot, but we even cut out some of the deaths that we had oh, because yeah. um, I feel like one of them we died like we we had like two or three continues right in a row. We're like, all right, we're just we'll just start over at this yeah. point. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, it was we'll bad. Just delete that and and start over. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's that's the controls. Uh, as far as how the game looks, it looks incredible. There's a lot going on in the environment, both in the foreground and the background. Um, mm-hmm. There's ways to interact with the background too uh, that aren't always apparent right away. I, there was one one letter that we ended up missing uh, that was on a platform that you needed to rotate, and we just couldn't figure out how to rotate it. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, I there's think a lot has... going on in the environment. Which I is think. Cool. Yeah. Oh, see, there we just died by a shark. Yes. Um. I think that has a lot to do with the character play, which I know we'll probably get into. Yes. So, but, um, yeah, I think visually at first I was like, whoa, this is a lot going on, but you get used to it, I think, really quick, and I really appreciate it. Like, I think it's it's vibrant and bright and really nice to look at. So. Yeah, and also runs 60 frames per second, which is important for me, especially when, when things go fast. Uh, it's got to be 60 frames. You've got to time everything just right, so... Uh, it's very smooth, very fluid, uh, which I love. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, the characters. Uh, so when we started off, I think maybe our first two videos, I played as Diddy Kong mm-hmm. and Val played as uh, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong is definitely slower Ugh. and more clumsy than than uh, Diddy Kong or Dixie Kong. Uh, yeah. Diddy Kong and Dixie Kong also have short hovers, like... Um, Mm-hmm. Diddy Kong has like a, a jetpack that he uses th- mm-hmm. to flow, and then Dixie Kong's hair spins, so she's like a helicopter. So she get a little mm-hmm. a little boost when she after she jumps, yeah. which is really helpful because if you like miss a platform or whatever, you mm-hmm. can use that to kind of recover a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Donkey Kong does Money. not have that, so he's yeah. he's definitely a little more difficult to play as than than the other two. So we ended up switching, yes, because uh, <laughs> you wanted to play as Dixie Kong, so I, did. I I took over as Donkey Kong. I did. It was kind of funny because um our son actually our oldest son obviously actually um said to me like I really want to play as Dixie Kong and I was like why am I str- why am I suffering through being Donkey Kong and literally within like a minute into playing as Dixie I was like I will never play as Donkey Kong again just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean he's fine and he 
like he is what he is. Um, but I do wish that you could have the option of not having Donkey Kong, but then that kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, so... when you're playing solo, you can switch between the characters, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. L- well, like, in, like, like in the old games, you just, you know, hit what it must oh, be the yeah, bumpers yeah, yeah. Okay. to switch which character you're right, doing. Right, then... we haven't played alone at this no. point, so we wouldn't know that. Mm-mm. But, um, yeah, D- I highly recommend Dixie. I think um, having Dixie, like you said, like if you miss a platform, I think it really helped me because, you know, I'm still figuring out the controls and all of that. So having that extra, like, safety of being able to hover back up if I missed something was really helpful. And it got us through things a lot quicker, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as far as the difficulty goes, like I said, it's it really, it's... It's because it throws a lot at you, and it's it's multiple skill sets. So mm-hmm. there's times uh, we talked about earlier, but there's times when you need patience. There's times when you need to go mm-hmm. fast, uh, and then it throws in like the the minecart rides, which is yes. kind of a signature of the Donkey Kong series. Oh, I was so excited uh, which when are, I saw that. Yeah, they're really really fun, and that that like I said, that's the sort of stuff that I'm better at. This the rhythm and mm-hmm. and flow, uh, like Rayman. Rayman was very mm-hmm. much a rhythm rhythm flow oh, yeah. flow type of game. And well, we uh, like music, and I think that incorporated a lot of things with music. So yeah. I think that was really, you know, that was a, a pro of that game. But I, I see it in Donkey Kong too. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, when I think of Donkey Kong, the original Donkey Kong, um, I actually didn't have access to Donkey Kong when I was a kid, like I did Mario every day. Um, but I had a friend that I went to her house a lot, and every time she'd be like, do you want to play Donkey Kong for a little while, and I'll go do something? And I was like, yeah! So she was a really good friend, mm-hmm. <laughs> because she knew that part of why I was there was to get some Donkey Kong time in. Um, I never beat that game or anything, but it was really exciting to, to get to see the cart again i was like woo that was it was a great moment yeah it really does a nice job too of uh because i never played i played donkey all the donkey kongs on the super nintendo i think i only ended up being the first one uh, i never played donkey kong country 64 which is something yeah. i would like to play maybe if they do a yes. nintendo 64 classic that comes out this year it'll have that on it Definitely. i would think so they ha- seem to have most first party games oh yeah they'd be silly to not have that yeah see right here i had a little trouble grabbing onto the- oh yeah we had a little trouble grabbing. If you're in the chat, we had trouble grabbing onto that stupid vine. Yep. Um, yeah, it took us a while to get that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but it but it does a good job of of keeping the legacy of the Donkey Kong Country games. Yeah. You know, it's it's got a lot of the signature stuff in it. It has is, the same feel. Yeah. Um, especially there was one level when it rained, and I was like, yes, like the rain was my favorite level. I yeah. remember that level because it was like the alligator or crocodile guys walking around. Mm-hmm. And, like, the big guys with their guts, like, hanging out of their shirt. You remember? Yes. And yeah. it was a rain level, and that was just always my favorite. Yeah. So I was excited when there was a rain level, too. Yep. So nostalgia in there, too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, there's... Uh, and then in every level, there's a bunch of collectibles, too. There's the K-O-N-G yes. letters, like, like you get. And then there's puzzle pieces, uh, which are also... Uh, Fairly difficult to come across. Yeah, I was gonna say we stink at the collectibles, but I think yeah. that will come with time. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then they're there's hard a, to find. They are hard to find, and then there's unlockable levels too, uh, which is also cool for for people who want to master the game. There's yeah, and apparently for, I I haven't experienced them yet, but apparently they uh, can be quite difficult. So yeah, there's tons of stuff. Like you know, just looking at the map, I was like, holy cow, there's a secret level there and a secret level there and. So there's a lot, I think there's really a lot to this game that you could really sink a lot of time into it mm-hmm. and and be very challenged, I think. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to talk about? Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze? Um, it's only two-player co-op. I don't know if any... Uh, I don't think I mentioned that earlier, but it is only two-player co-op. Okay. But you can play with a half a Joy-Con. So if you only have yeah. one Nintendo Switch, you can split the Joy-Cons. I actually considered playing it that way for mm-hmm. a little while until... I, I thought that might help me with, with uh, my controlling issues, yeah. but I kind of got the hang of using because we have two... We have two full-on Joy-Cons, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Once I got used to it, it was it was fine. Yeah, I I think overall with this game, like, I highly recommend it. Yeah. And I think it's really good co-op. Um, I'm interested to maybe get a chance to play it. Um, you solo. Know, solo, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I think our son definitely has interest in playing it, but I'm not sure because the difficulty's hard. But I feel like... Because he's young, he has the flexibility of just changing his controls and doing whatever. Like, because I would never even attempt Breath of the Wild, and he yeah. has done that. You know, yeah, they, so they have they have fine. they have a brain for the the 3D games, but oh like gosh, he, they, they do. just well, both of our kids, neither of one of them have really gotten the hang of the old school platformers no. like we like we played when we were younger. Yeah. It's funny. So. It's really funny to see that switch, and of course, switch. Huh? Yeah. I keep saying that. Um, No, of course, you know, being like the nerdy person I am, um, you know, I've read some brain research that talks about how like kids' brains now are so different than our brains and even our oldest son's brain to like our younger son's brains are different because of how technology is is making brains change. Mm -hmm. And I think we see that, you know, like... 3D games, even for our daughter. Yeah. She's four. Four, yeah. And she is so good at, like, Mario Odyssey. It blows my mind. But you give them, you know, Super Mario World, and they're like, what do I yeah. do? And add it. I'm like, hold that down so you run faster so you can get over the hole. And and it's just not registering. The, yeah, so it's the, really funny. There's, like, a weird, a weird disconnect when they're yeah. playing a 2D game as opposed to when really they're playing is. a fully 3D game. Yep. There really is. I don't know what it is, but yeah. it's there. It's definitely, it's very noticeable. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. So, yeah, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, definitely recommend if you have yes. a Switch. It's it's a, it's a must-buy. It's a fantastic platformer. Yeah. Some people said best platform of all time. I don't know if I would go that far, no. but, um, yeah, it's it's quite good. So, definite yeah. recommend. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and stay tuned if you're subscribed to Rated G Games. I'm going to, mm-hmm. I think maybe after we get done with this, maybe we'll do two. Yeah. And put up one. Cause I, if we can get through it without having to delete any. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the problem. <laughs> we played for more hours than we actually have videos oh, up for because yeah. we had to delete some stuff. So, yeah. There's that. Yes. Uh, all right. On to Nibble Bits. So, for the, my first Nibble Bit, this month's Humble Monthly. So, for those of you not familiar with Humble Monthly, it's the $12 monthly subscription for from Humble Bundle. And you get... Uh, some early unlock games, which you know about, and then at the end of the at the end of the time frame, they unlock all the games, and you get a surprise batch of games in your in your library. So the this month's early unlock is Destiny Two, which is a really really big unlock early unlock, and wow. I, I might even get this one just because I I kind of want to play Destiny Two, not uh, get into it into it, but I I really liked when I played the demo and. Um, it controls really nicely. So for twelve dollars, that's that's a steal, and that's not mm-hmm. the only game in the in the package. You know, there's there's going to be other stuff. So mm-hmm. if you're interested in Destiny Two on PC at all, that's that's the way to get it. Uh, May's PS Plus games lineup. Um, so for May, it's Beyond Two Souls and Rayman Legends. Uh, fun, uh, oddly enough, yeah. for PS4, <laughs> and then. Uh, 
for the PS3, it's Risen 3 Titan Lords and Eat Them for PS3. Not familiar with that one. Eat Them. Uh, King Oddball right. and Furmans for the Vita. King Oddball apparently is a cross-buy with PS3 and PS4 also. So, mm. yes. Interesting. Um, Oh, as promised, Nintendo has revealed some of the other details for their online service. This is I'm, I'm actually going to read this right from the website. Uh, let's see here. All right, so it will include online play. So any online games that you want to play, like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Mario Tennis, uh, Splatoon 2, they're all going to be required that you pay for their online service. Uh, it'll also give you access to 20 NES mm-hmm. games, uh, for Nintendo Switch Online with online play. And, uh, yeah, I feel like there's... You can play them co-op. There's online play, but they also have, like, a controller passing thing. So, like, if you're having trouble with it, you can pass the controller off to a friend on the internet and have mm-hmm. them play from there. So that's cool. That's uh, the big one for me, and this is what I've been waiting for, is the save data cloud backup. So your mm-hmm. save games can go to the cloud, be backed up in the cloud, there's a lot of complaints on the switch subreddit about people's either losing their switch or having their switch break and they have to send it in for repairs and they lose all their saves because there is currently no way to back them up uh the only way is to do a system transfer from one switch to another right away um that's not possible for a lot of people so yeah that's that's a big one uh nintendo switch online app that's the app i've got on my phone i haven't really used it other than a brief time for splatoon 2 so there's Splatoon that. Splatoon 2. Yeah. Well, we'll have to re-get that, I think. Um, yes, because I love Splatoon. <laughs> yeah. Well, no one played it for a while, so we traded it I know. In, but well, it's just because I was busy. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it was gone. Yeah. Uh, special offers. Yeah. There's going to be sales and stuff that they have uh, at various times. So. Mm-hmm. so for the plans and pricing... So you can do one month for three ninety nine, three months for seven ninety nine, or twelve months for nineteen ninety nine, or you can do a family membership, which oh. uh, has up to eight different accounts for thirty four ninety nine. Wow! So that's what we'll be getting probably. So because we'll, really we have reasonable. yeah, we have four people uh, in our household that would probably play online games in some sure. some way, shape, or form. Sure. So that's that's the way to go for us. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yes, as an, uh, a Nintendo account holder may invite up to seven others to join a family group. All members of the group will have access to Nintendo Switch Online. We're not sure if there's a way we can split that, like if Will could join our thing or not and, and hmm. kind of split yeah. the cost. We have to figure that out yet. But That would be nice. Uh, some people seem to think yes. Some people seem to think no. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Okay. So that's cool. Um, yeah, I like that. More details to follow. Uh, some people were upset about the price, uh, as usual. Why? Um, I it's, I don't know. I, I really I, think I, that's reasonable. Yeah, as do for I. what you get. Uh, there was also some complaints. I mean, I meant to write this down. I didn't. I'm glad I remembered just now. But Nintendo said that they will not be continuing the virtual console. Uh, but they specifically said virtual console. It's so. Uh, I was under the impression that they will still sell older games on the Switch. It just won't be called the Virtual Console. So, mm. like, you'll be able to buy Super Nintendo games on the Switch. Uh, okay. There's already a bunch of NES games and Neo Geo games in the Nintendo eShop. Uh, but some people were upset that Nintendo was not going to have old games. I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, yeah. It just won't be Virtual Console. It's not going to yeah. be its own separate thing. It's just going to be part of the eShop, yeah. from what I gather. 
Yeah. They'd be they'd be silly to not include those old games because people want those old games. Like oh, I yeah. want those old games. Well, I mean, we know? we we bought the SNES Classic for eighty dollars. You know, right, right. And to me, that was a steal. Like I would have paid yeah. more for that. Yeah. Oh, sure. Um, and you know, we yep. we talked about it before, but we're hoping there's a Nintendo sixty four Classic coming out later yeah. this year because we'll buy one of those. I know they're supposed to start remanufacturing the NES Classic. If we can get our hands on yep. one of those, we'll likely do it. Yeah. Um, so. There, there was a an NES classic game or an a Nintendo game that I would love to know if any listeners ever played because I know you didn't play it. Jackal. Yeah, I never had okay. Jackal. So my it was popu- un- a popular one. Yeah, but. my uncle and I played Jackal for hours, and it was so much fun. Like you just drove around little tanks and like got the bad guys, but it was so much fun. And my uncle's really cool, so I think that was probably part of it, but. It was so cool when we would play Jackal together. So I'd love to know if anyone else played Jackal because that's good stuff. So I would love to get the Nintendo Classic when it comes out. And Nintendo 64, I never, I think I played it like two times ever, the system. Yeah. Um, Because I think by the time that came out, I was older and I wasn't staying at my grandma's house as much. Mm -hmm. And my uncles were married at that point. So my chances with Nintendo 64 weren't weren't there. I had a Sega Saturn. Huh? That thing was like a beast. One of the few, the proud. Sega oh Saturn yeah, owners. and I played two games on it. I played Sonic the he- uh, Sonic the Hedgehog game, whichever one that was. And then I don't yeah, and then um, I played a NASCAR game because that's about all that my parents ever wanted to buy was NASCAR, mm-hmm. and it just sang this really annoying song that just kept saying Daytona, and first time there's been singing on the podcast, I bet. No, um, <laughs> actually. <laughs> um, yeah, but it played this annoying song that I could get stuck in my head very easily, and it was awful. Yeah. There was no, con- like, you just couldn't control your car. You were just crashing into the wall, and it was mm-hmm. bad. So, yeah, not not very fond memories of the Sega Saturn. <laughs> and for my last nibble bit, Valve has announced that next week they'll be launching a Steam Link app for Android and iOS allowing people mm. to stream games officially uh, from your gaming PC to your phone or tablet. Oh, wow. So this has actually existed for a while now. There's a bunch of different ways you can do this, but uh, this one's official from Valve, so you know your your data's not getting streamed to China and used to sell you ads or what have Oh, it might be. I was going to say. But I wouldn't be so sure. Yeah, it's official. It takes less less setup. It's just supposed to like work. Uh, it's going to work as long as you're on the same network as your gaming PC, so you mm. have to be home. Uh, for lack of a better better way to put it um okay so yeah there's uh i mean there's all sorts of things you can do with that there you can connect bluetooth keyboard and mouse to your phone um there's bluetooth controllers that you can have so uh, i'll definitely be giving it a shot uh, because i really like the steam link i think it's a great device i haven't used it all that much but um we yeah. used it for life is strange life is strange mm-hmm. before the storm yep we played on that yep mm-hmm. So, uh, but it's cool that they're doing that, you know, making the official, official service. So I can imagine at some point, maybe they'll untether it from you needing to be home and you can play your steam games anywhere. So, um, that's all for that. Uh, our weeks, we'll start with you because you have stuff to talk about. (laughs) I really don't think I have much to talk about. So, yeah. Um, so I guess, um, you know, today was a, a nice day because um, the kids were doing, like, Mother's Day stuff, you know, from school. So that was really nice. Um, 
my son brought home like a little coupon book with a coupon for a hug and coupon for other things that I'm not allowed to look at yet. So that was, that was cute. And, um, I went to my daughter's school and they did a little mother's day tea. So they served us popcorn and brownies and tea and lemonade and water and rice krispie treats and, um, gave us little plants. So that was really cute. So, um, you know, just cute little things and they were excited. Um, I think most recently, I know Dan has mentioned, you know, I'm working on my doctorate. Um, so my class ended a couple of weeks ago now. Um, so I'm adjusting to life um, with not 10,000 million pages of reading to do. Um, so that's been nice because I get some free time and I can just do whatever I want. And, you know, once the kids go to bed, of course. Um, so just adjusting to that. Um, but part of my free time, actually, I just started a new workout program. So I like to, I like to work out. Um, but towards the end of my class, it was just get my papers done and try to get like an hour or two of sleep a night. Um, because my papers were really, really, really rough. I got a good grade in the class though. So I'm really happy with that. But, um, so I just started, um, the 80 day obsession. It's a beach body workout program and it's Autumn Calabrese or Calabrese. I can never remember how to say her name. Um, so I'm about 12 days into it and I love it actually. Um, I'm surprised it's a mix of strength training and cardio and I hate cardio, but I get through it. Um, and I'm already like noticing a difference. There's a nutrition plan that goes with it. Um, but I have not been able to follow that nutrition plan because it is so much prep work and planning and measuring and weighing and counting. Um, so, you know, I'm we, just, we barely have time to use the bathroom yeah. in the day. So, right. And most of the time when we use the bathroom, someone's busting down the door. Yep. Um, to join us because, you know, there's always a party in the bathroom. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so the whole, I, I tried it for like a day and the planning and counting and measuring, it was just impossible. So I'm just eating better, you know, cutting the crap out of my diet. Um, so 80 day obsession, if anyone out there is interested. We, we haven't gone to Taco Bell late night as yeah. much yep. at all, actually. Yeah, at all. Yeah. Since we started. So that was, that was big. <laughs> we were eating a lot of Taco Bell. I'd be like four pages into 70, a 75 page article. And I'd be like, so can who's you, going to, yeah. who's going to Taco Bell? <laughs> yeah. Like I have all this reading to do. So how about you go out for me? And then it would happen and okay. we'd order online and everything. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's going to, it's, it's nice to feel like I'm getting like back in shape a little bit. Um, so 80 day obsession, I recommend it. There's a lot of flexibility stuff. So they, there's guys on the video, but it's really kind of for girls, but but guys can try it too. And I think it's really good. Um, and then, so we'll talk about hockey probably in your week, or do you want to talk about it now? No, go ahead. Okay. Well, we suffered a soul crushing defeat yes, last night. Um, final score was five to one and the Predators got eliminated by the Winnipeg Jets, which I predicted. I didn't want it to happen, but I knew it was likely to happen. Um, I know you've gotten some feedback about the Predators. I think about hockey, yeah, too. yeah, from from Reefer, yeah. Um, I agree one hundred percent that something was off with them. I don't know if we'll ever know the answer. Um, I'm convinced there was a game within the last three or four games of the regular season that Rene went down funny, and I'm one hundred percent convinced he tweaked his groin, did something to his hip, 
something happened because the way he fell and the way he hesitated to get back up, they kind of moved the camera away. And I was like, something just happened to him. Um, I'm not saying this is Renee's fault. I think it's the whole team's fault. I think, uh, you know, I know you're going to get on, you know, get into it on pond hockey too, but you know, the tourist Smith Fiala line was non-existent. And, um, I think to our defensemen just weren't joining, joining in, um, how we expect them to. So but also not playing great defense either. Yeah. They just, you know, I think, um, PK Subban really showed his, um, his worth Yeah. to me. I think, you know, I've always been a Subban fan, but I think even more now, like I see where his value comes in. If I might've questioned it, I didn't question it before, but it was just more obvious to me. Well, there was always questions about, he was always great offensively, but there was questions right. about his defense too. Yeah. Uh, and he'll, he'll make a, tur- a bad turnover he does. occasionally, he does. but he makes that makes up for that by, uh, you know, he scored four power play goals in the Winnipeg series. Yeah. Or three. Yeah. It was, it was a lot. So he, yeah. ma- he makes up for those one or two defensive lapses that, mm-hmm. that he might have in a game. But for the most part, he plays fantastic defense. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think, um, so when I get into something, I go all in. Yeah. Like, that's just who I am. I've always been that way. Um, Might have been a fan, like, a fan of a boy band when I was in high school. In sync, sorry. Um, But it was like, I was all in. Like, I was featured in a magazine, like, yeah. for being a fan. Tiger Beat, if anyone ever saw it. I don't recommend it. But um, anyway, so I'm all in. So it's like, my whole, you know, existence, it's like, when's the hockey game on and what's going on? So it, it was... It took me, like, I didn't sleep last night. I was so angry. I just needed to, like, smash something. Um, but I kind of got myself together this morning. Like, I had a nice breakfast and, you know, put my chin up. My car is all decked out in Predator stuff. And last night I was like, I'm ripping all that crap off. Like, it's over. I'm done. Um, but I got I got in the car and I didn't rip any of the Predator stuff off. And by the time I got to work, because I have, like, an hour and 20 minute drive to work. By the time I got to work, I was like, you know what? I'm proud. I'm a proud Predators fan, win or lose. Yeah. Um, but the one thing I wanted to bring up mm-hmm. about hockey yeah. specifically um, was an experience I had yesterday. So um, I have a really weird job, but I'm only at my home, my home base, my home office one day a week. So I decided to wear my hockey jersey, my Predators jersey, because it's fairly new and I haven't worn it yet because we didn't go to a game this year or anything. So... I decided I'd wear my hockey jersey. I have a coworker who's a diehard Steelers fan, and she'd always wear her Steelers stuff for big games. So I was like, this is a huge game. I have to wear my jersey. So wore my jersey. And, okay, I am not like, you know, like, um, I'm not one to say that, like, I'm at a disadvantage because I'm a woman, right? Right. Like, I'm totally not about that. Like, I'm just a person, you know, it doesn't matter, man, woman, whatever. Um but I have to say, like, I wore my hockey jersey yesterday, and I was really bothered by the reactions that I got because I got a lot of, oh, you're so cute in your hockey jersey. Like, what team do you like? like <laughs> yeah, like kind of like, condescending. Yeah, like very condescending. And the thing that bothers me about that is, like, I have really taken a step forward, I feel like, especially this season, in really understanding the game. I feel like I really know a lot about a lot of teams now mm-hmm. beyond the Predators. Yeah, you know, like she's in our fantasy hockey league and has mm-hmm. been for a lot of years. Yeah. So. Um, you know, I take hockey really seriously and I try to be knowledgeable about it. And I think I can hold a really good conversation about hockey. 
with anybody. And, um, I just got a lot of, oh, you're so cute or like little snickers. And I was, I was really bothered by that. Like, just because I'm a girl and I have a hockey jersey on, do you think I don't understand the game or, you know, whatever. So that kind of bothered me. Um, but it was funny because there's a guy that I work with. He knows I'm a hockey fan. He's a Leafs fan. So Mm -hmm. I was telling him, you know, oh, I'm really sorry, but you know, you have a a good young lineup and you're going to, you know, you're going to see improvement and it'll get better. And, and we were talking about Anderson and other players on the team. And he was kind of like, I think he was taken aback a little bit by the fact that I was able to have a conversation about the Toronto Maple Leafs with him. Yeah. And um, I was like, booyah, like, boom. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know what I'm talking about. So yeah, it was mean, just I, a weird experience. I just feel like you should never make those sort of assumptions yeah. about anyone for anything, you know? Yeah. Like, you should just... Yeah. Like, the jersey's awesome and, like, yeah. you know... I fancied it up like I wore high heels with my hockey jersey, you know, but it doesn't mean that I'm trying to be cute. Like, I am actually a very serious hockey fan, and the Predators are very important to me, so it was weird. We drove to Nashville 11 years ago to go Mm -hmm. to a couple games, and so we've we've been to the arena. We try to go every year when they play against Buffalo. We didn't make it this year just because uh, our twins are too young for us to leave them, so... Sorry, that was my Fitbit. I was wondering what that was. Yeah, it rattles in this new bracelet. It's weird. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I just talked for like an hour, but I'm really passionate about hockey, so. <laughs> yeah. No, I just think uh, they they partially ran out of steam. Uh, I, I knew yeah. that I, I figured the Jets would win. The Jets' offensive firepower has been fantastic. Uh, all season, they were second in scoring, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, second only to the Lightning, I believe. So... Uh, Nashville has run into trouble with teams like that. Uh, Pittsburgh being similar. And I don't even yeah. think that, I don't even think the Penguins last year are as good as the Jets are this no, year. I don't um, think so. And, uh, you know, part of it was the Predators had a lot of depth, but like the, uh, tourists Fiala Smith line barely showed up. I they know Fiala gone. had that, the overtime goal in game two. Uh, which was yeah, huge, but for that, like they didn't really make up for their lack of play for the rest of the series. So, yeah. uh, their defenseman didn't really score other than Subban. Did Ekholm maybe get a goal? I think Ekholm got a goal. I feel like in the first yeah, round. Yeah, it was. No, I feel like it was. Well, I don't know. I I think it was early in the second. It was early in the second so, or in the first. Yeah, and then uh, Yossi, you know, Yossi had no goals. Ellis was almost uh, non-existent. He was non-existent. I never noticed him on the ice, yeah. like, ever. Uh, Yossi had three points in game four, but I think other than that, he hadn't really done anything. Yeah, and, uh, you so. know, so a conversation we had about Winnipeg, because, of course, last night I was all like, whoa, yeah. like, she I'm going to go burn Winnipeg down, and I'm not really going to, but... Um, <laughs> I think one conversation that we had, or it might have even been this morning when I woke up from not having slept. Yeah. Um, I What I said is, you know, okay, on paper, like, fair enough. Winnipeg has way more offensive power than yeah. we do. But if we think about the Predators over the entire season, um, what they were able to do, they didn't need the superstar power. They were just enough of a solid team yeah. that had a good enough system yep. that they could beat anybody. And they did beat everybody. You know, I mean, there was a time when I was like, my God, like, I don't remember what it's like for them to lose. Like, yeah. when are they going to lose a game? You know, um, so I think that if they had been running on all cylinders like they were in the regular season, I know the playoffs are a different atmosphere, but yeah. That's who the Predators were. They could beat anybody with who they had. And they just didn't, they just couldn't do that. Yeah. They just couldn't do it. And Winnipeg is not the team to do that against. I feel like 
maybe if they had been against San Jose, it might have been a little different. Yeah. But if Win- if you're playing Winnipeg with how stacked they are right now, well, yeah, you can't. The, the second Nashville can't. made a mistake, it was in the back of the net. Like, oh, that's absolutely. just what happened every time. It's Winnipeg. So. Yeah. You know? Um, so it stinks. Um, yeah. But <laughs> I try to move on. And yeah. Um, it, I'm interested to see what what they do next if they what they do if they do anything um you know i don't i don't know because you look at them in the regular season and you say like how could you take that team apart but look what they did in the playoffs they laid an egg you know i mean i know it went seven games but it was a really rough seven games yes, you know was. we won game six handily like yeah. after game four six, and so, six yeah i was like whoo they're like they're showing they're, up they're a back. little bit there they are and then they were gone and they were in nashville well even <sighs> even against colorado like to me they didn't win Mm-mm. convincingly other than the last no. game of the series not at all they none of their wins in color like game one i was like that there's no way they're going to the stanley cup final yeah there there was no way how flat they looked against colorado it was it's pretty much written on the wall for me yeah like by game two i was like nope not even not even close and I was trying to think of the Predators team last year, and I think, you know, with Fiala going down with his injury, they had different players up, and I think there were a lot of guys trying to prove themselves. And I was saying, like, do they bring well, – do uh, they just throw those guys back like, in? Like, you know? like Freddie Goudreau. Like Freddie know, Goudreau, uh, exactly. Colton Sissons was getting, like, first and second line minutes. Yep, exactly. So. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's it's unfortunate, but I'm I'm excited for next season, but I'm also really nervous because I just – I just don't know, you know, I kind of, I feel like I worry about the whole Chicago thing. Like last year, Nashville ripped Chicago open and exposed them for kind of what was happening there. And I'm like, did we just get exposed on some things or was it just, we just couldn't get our crap together? Yeah. You know, that's it. God, I hope that's it. (laughs) We'll see next season, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So there was a mini pond hockey podcast inside of, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. We'll be t- we'll be talking a little bit more about that. <laughs> I think I, like 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 I said, I think Will's planning on doing pond hockey tomorrow. So uh, stay tuned for that. All right. Uh, Look what I'm just noticing what Reefer said in the chat. Yeah. Um, he said Colleen gets the same thing. Like, oh, you're wearing your husband's jersey. Yeah, <laughs> and it is. You know, it's funny because I wouldn't fit in your jersey. Well. You know, so all season, right, I have been watching and I wanted to get a Predators home jersey because the gold, gold, I mean, you can't miss the gold anywhere, right? Um, The women's jerseys were sold out all season, but I refused to get a man's jersey, especially specifically for that reason. I did not want someone to think like, oh, she's got her boyfriend's jersey, you know, her husband's jersey, whatever. Um, So I specifically got the women's one and it is more fitted and tailored. So you can tell like it's made, you know, for a girl. Um. But yeah, it's like, come on. Like, I am a serious fan. I'm not just like, oh, look at the hot guys, you know? Like, I mean, There's I mean, a look, bit at the, of that too. look at the hot guys. I mean, Craig Smith, come on. Um, <laughs> he's, he's an attractive man. <laughs> and Kevin Fiala is like a mop. And Roman Yossi. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, they're easy to, they're easy on the eyes, but it wouldn't matter what they looked like because I still just love the sport of hockey, yeah. you know? That bottom line. So, don't judge me because I'm a woman. <laughs> And I never say that, by the way, yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah. You just don't mess with the predators, right? No, no, 
no, uh, I have, I have to tell you, like say, I was a little bit horrified because someone asked one of my coworkers yesterday, we had like a big, um, like organizational meeting and someone was like, is, does that girl that's wearing the penguins jersey work in your department? And she came, she came running over and told me cause she knew I was going to be like, no. And I was like, never, never in a million years. Sorry. Any penguins fans that are listening, but like. They beat us in the Stanley Cup final last year. Not not just that, but I grew up as a Rangers fan. So yeah, the whole Rangers Penguins rivalry still is right. deep seated and then yeah. uh Binghamton when they when yes. they were the Binghamton Senators. Yeah. Uh their big rival was the Wits uh Wilkesbury Scranton Penguins. Yes. So uh there's also uh, yeah. that angle too. Yeah, we have that connection, I mean. Not, not a lot of love for Pittsburgh Penguins in our Yeah. The whole organization. I mean, I remember being at you know, we were going for the Calder Cup. Binghamton was mm-hmm. going for the Calder Cup. The year of the lockout when the all the, the NHL players, yep. young NHL players were down. Yep. We had Spezza. We had Vermette. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I remember them losing, you know, at home. And they, I think Wilkes-Barre had to win, like, one more game, like, in Wilkes-Barre. And they did and beat us for the Calder Cup. So my my dislike of the, the Penguins has, you know, it goes back a ways. So, yeah. Yeah, so she knew I was going to be like, no way. She came running across the room. It was so funny. <laughs> so, nice. yeah. And then I was like, no, this is not penguins. Like, I don't know how you could think it was the penguins. I guess it was probably someone who doesn't watch hockey to know yeah. what the Predators Away jerseys look like. But the Predators Away jerseys are very unique um, yeah. because they have the gold on the top. There's a lot um, of gold on white. Yeah. Yeah, on white. So I, I love it. I thought about wearing it, but... I don't know. Might be a little too soon for me. I, I don't want to get angry on the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't really have anything to talk about other than the hockey, as far as I know. You cut your hair. I did. I always cut my hair, but I think it actually ca- it came out nice. It came out nice this time, so it's my favorite haircut I've done on myself. I'm too cheap to pay for a haircut, and I also don't like how awkward it is because oh, God, I don't go. So- I don't well, and I don't go frequently enough to ha- either have the same person, you know, or get to know yeah. like the people there because I would get my hair cut like every six, seven, eight months. Yeah, me too. And you know, I I would always go to a cheap place like Cost Cutters, and mm-hmm. probably no one that worked there, the one I got my previous cut works mm-hmm. there now. You know, a lot of turnover. Yeah. Oh or whatever, yeah. But yeah, so I was just like, eh, I'll start. Yeah. Cutting my hair myself. Yeah. So. I tried to convince you to go to my hairdresser, but it's so expensive. Because yeah. um, I have, like, a master stylist, too, which, me, eh, But that's a whole other story. But, um, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's just kind of silly. So it's funny because I got home and I went in the bathroom and there were hair globs everywhere. And I was like, oh, looks like Dan needed a haircut and didn't have time to clean up after himself. No, and I then there, there was a hair glob. There was a hair glove on the floor the other day, and our daughter thought it was like a bug. Yeah, it was she like was spiders. losing her mind. I was like, "It's a daddy hair clump. Don't worry about it." <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's get into what we played. I'll I'll let you start. I know you wanted to talk about uh, Candy Crush Saga, right? Yeah, <laughs> I apologize ahead of time. No, it's um, fine. Uh, that's kind of the the you know the. The game we pick on the most for having uh, yeah. the the microtransaction thing, but it's not even the worst example of of that sort of no. thing. So, no, um, 
Yeah, yeah, I think the ahead. microtransactions are very avoidable. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't bought a single thing. It tries to get me to, or I accidentally, like, fat finger it, and I, you know, I hit, like, buy buy 47 gold blocks, and it's like, I don't need 47 gold blocks. You know, a lot of times um, when you play, I don't know what the number is, like, five to eight consecutive games, like, you have to wait, you know, half an hour till, until you play again or something silly like that. Um no, but Candy Crush Saga, I actually really enjoy it. I think it's good for me because um, it's just, you know, it's easy. Like, I turn it on. It's right there. Um, but there is, like, some strategy that goes into it. And um, so it's interesting because some of the time in my weird, unique job that I have, there's a lot of downtime. And I'm a person that always needs my brain going. Like, I'm getting my doctorate with four young kids, right? Like... I always need my brain going. I always need to be doing something. So I think it's good for me because there is strategy involved. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and you have to think about positioning. I also think, like, I know myself, I am terrible at, like, visual spatial things. Um, So it's something that helps me, like, with that aspect of my, like, brain capacity, I guess. I don't know. But it's it's fun. And it's something, you know, that I can play kind of anytime. And I kind of show them our daughter how to play it sometimes she's interested in it because it's pretty candy and (laughs) whatever but no i'm at like one i think i'm on level like 182 i don't know how many levels there are honestly couldn't tell Um, but i just keep on going and some of the levels like at this point like right now i've been stuck on a level for probably like three or four days and it's really frustrating but that's where the strategy comes in Mm -hmm. because you start thinking about like how do i need to line this up and so it's it's fun. Um, and to be fair, I didn't even say this, but, like, I have been playing some Super Mario Brothers Wii U. Uh-huh. Um, because we just... That was a dumb story. But we bought... <laughs> when, we, when we bought our refurbished Wii U, we bought... Like, I bought the disc. And the disc didn't work. And then we didn't have the receipt. And then we never... We never attempted to return it. Um, so I bought the digital version, what, a few weeks, probably yeah, a couple weeks ago, like towards the end of my class. Cause I knew I was going to have some time. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like super Mario brothers Wii U. It's, you know, it's nothing like extravagant or fancy or special, but it's just a nice platformer to play. Um, I was actually just playing it a little while ago. Um, our oldest son is forbidden from video games for a little while right now. Yep. Um, but I gave him the chance to watch me if he wanted to, and he and he wanted to. So, um, yeah, it's you know it's relaxing. It's you know it's got the different you know the the desert world and the cloud world and all of that. But it's fun, and um, I like the the ice flower. I think that was a really cool addition. So I always like getting the ice flower and busting up the dry bones and all those guys that you can get with the ice flower that you can't get with the fire one. So. Yeah, that's a really fun game. Uh-huh. And I'd talk about Splatoon 2 if we still had it. Yeah. But, you know. We'll have to we'll have to get that again soon. Yeah, we will. We will. Because it's a really fun game, and I could see myself sinking a good amount of time into it. Uh-huh. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as I said at the top of the episode, I played Death Road to Canada, which has been out on hmm. Steam for a little while. I was going to get it. But when I heard it was coming out on the Switch, I was like, I'll just wait and get it on the Switch. So it was, I believe it also came out on the PS4, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Uh, It was supposed to come out the middle of last month, um, but like either the day it came out or the day before it came out, there was the 
van that crashed into the crowd of people in Toronto and oh, killed a bunch of people. I remember that. Uh, and that's yeah. kind of something that happens Terrible. in Death Road to Canada. So they delayed Ooh. it for like three or four weeks. That so was a good idea. Yeah. Well, yeah. They did, the, the developers yeah. didn't want to have, you know, that be on like the news, like this yeah. game and, and get all right? that bad press. <laughs> what so a they, bunch of jerks. Exactly. So they just <laughs> yeah. delayed it and it came out, uh, was it Tuesday, I guess? Hmm. Uh, so Death Road to Canada is, it, it's a mix between um, Oregon Trail and Binding of Isaac, which I haven't played, but that's what people say. Oregon Trail? Oregon what? Trail. So Why is this not in my life? Well, we can I play it. It's Oregon got two-player two co-op. Cool. Uh, and what it is is you you start off uh, as a character. Uh, then a zombie apocalypse. You have two characters that start the game, and your your goal is to make it to Toronto. Uh, or Not Toronto, Canada, because there's no zombies in Canada for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, all the characters are the characters are like randomized. They have special certain special abilities. They have weaknesses. Some of them that you don't know. Like when you start the game, you have to learn. Like as an event happens in the game, uh, you'll learn. Oh, they're they're weak in mechanics, or they're strong in healing, or, or whatever. Uh, and then like as you're going along, events will pop up. So like uh, you'll you'll drive your car into a town, and and you'll realize. Uh, there's three places you can go. You can go to the Walmart. It's called Yalmart in the game. Uh, oh, you can go Yalmart. to uh, a gun store or you can go to like a, a, an abandoned hotel and you'll go into there and that's where the, the zombies will be. And hmm. uh, that's where that's where you do the, the, the binding of Isaac part of the game, the, the fighting off the zombie hordes. Uh, okay. You can have one to four people. Uh, as long as hmm. one of your group is still standing, like you continue your, your trip to Canada um, hmm. your car can get ruined and broken down, uh, but you have mechanic skills that can fix that. Uh, so like if your hmm. if your car breaks down, then your, your party has to walk until they can find another car to, to use. Um, huh. but you can also add like people that, you know, into the game and and, and program their abilities. And you can either start with those characters or have them randomly appear in the game. Oh, that's anytime. neat. I like which that. Is, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really interesting game. It's it's uh, it's got that whole like roguelite feel to it. Uh, you know, I've done probably three or four runs, all unsuccessful. Uh, I seem to be going like today. The one I played today for a little bit was going really well, and I had two old guys in my party um, that were doing really like surprisingly well. I was, mm-hmm. but then I there's a, a random random event called a siege it's where you're trapped somewhere or something and you just have to kill all the zombies until the time time frame goes up and then you can leave Mm -hmm. uh and i just got swarmed and i didn't have enough enough uh, ability to hold them all off Uh, and they wiped out my my two old guys so oh dear yeah one of them had a shotgun and was was until he ran out of bullets i was i was okay but right I just realized a part we forgot to talk about in Donkey Kong. What's that? The rhino. Oh, yeah. The rhino's the rhino. back, too. The rhino is back, and that part was so hard. It was hard. The first time the rhino comes back, we were like, woo, the rhino's back. And then we got to the part that we had to do with it, and we're like, oh, God, the rhino's back. Mm-hmm. No. It was hard. It took a few times. Um, one thing I think, like, I'm totally taking us back to Donkey no, Kong. No, fine. But, um... One thing we forgot to mention is we did kind of have a system, um, you know, obviously on the cart and on the rhino, Dan was controlling it. Um, I gave it a go a couple times, but I, like, I could do it fine, but it was just, like, the pressure. I don't know. <laughs> I was, like, inside my head too much. I, was, I wasn't I was just doing it, you know? Um, 
But we also came up with a system, like if there was a lot of vines or there were a lot of, um, there's like some levels where like the leaves are falling down and you have to jump across them. Um, I would actually get like on, on his back, uh-huh. um, because the screen would move and then like I would fall Someone off the would leaf, be behind. Right. Or I would fall off the vine cause I couldn't see myself or he would fall off the vine. So, yeah. um, I do recommend that if you play co-op to kind of have a system of if there's a lot of vines or something in a row, how are you going to get through those yeah i have a plan of attack uh, the the downside to that is if you fall, fall in off. a hole and die you lose two lives instead of just right. one which is a pain so like we well we lost tons of lives too we were <laughs> yeah we're not we'll get there yeah we're, we've improved we've oh, improved definitely. over time there's no question definitely so, yeah <laughs> um so yeah death road to canada good stuff it's on for the switch now it's on sale uh, I think it's eleven dollars. Oh, um, I had leftover credit, and then I had some gold coins, so I ended up only paying like four dollars for it. Nice, uh, which That's was which it. was nice. So, uh, but yeah, it's it, that's a recommended one. It's also a, a co-op game, so uh, you know it's it's in a tabletop mode. And Nintendo just announced that they're 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 releasing a tabletop stand that also charges a switch so if you play a lot in tabletop mode i think it's twenty dollars that's well worth it Uh, in my Mm. opinion it will charge the switch while while in tabletop mode so that's a really Um, good idea yeah we haven't used tabletop mode all that much but we have used it a couple times so Uh, but Yeah. yeah if you do a lot of tabletop gaming with the switch it's it's a must have yeah so that's awesome i believe that's everything Okay. Uh, I don't think I played anything else. Oh, Mario and Rabbids. Oh, Mario yeah, and Rabbids Kingdom Battle uh, is mm-hmm. is amazing. The thing that I I notice is the music is unbelievable in it's that game. So it's it's good. such a good orchestral soundtrack. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic, uh, and it, that stands out to me. For some reason, it stands out a lot more in my now second playthrough. Um, like I said, I, I started that for my rated G games uh, YouTube channel. Uh, so that's what that's what I'm working on now. I haven't figured out a, uh, like a schedule. I think like I'll have my mainline let's plays. What? What is that? I don't know. Did someone leave the sink on upstairs? Maybe. Maybe. Should okay. I go check? Yeah, go check. <laughs> I don't. I don't want water dripping down from yeah, upstairs. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, where was I? Yeah. Uh, oh, Mario and Rabbids, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that game that game's so good. Uh, and I, I think I put in the description for one. I, it makes me really wish for a Super Mario RPG Part 2. Um, I know Paper Mario was supposed to be like the successor, but it's not the same. So Yeah. Uh, that's everything for what we played. Uh, we can get into feedback. Was that what it was? Someone left the Sinka? Yep. Never after there, we, were, there were lights on all over the place up there. After we just had a uh, super expensive water bill. Oh my good gravy. If you... Time out on the podcast. Yeah. If you have a broken toilet, fix, fix it. it immediately. Because you will get a god-awful water bill that's going to destroy your life like it did mine. Because we had all these plans. Like, we plan on taking our family to Nashville. Mm-hmm. actually in the fall um because our son is seven like he's he's there like he's ready for a hockey game i think our daughter is too mm-hmm. um and i don't know what we'll do with the twins but we'll figure that out 
when it happens. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was like, we're gonna, we're gonna book this. Like, it's gonna be great. And then we got that water bill and I was like, well, our lives are ruined. So, because we had a stupid broken toilet. So if you have a broken toilet, just fix it or buy a new one. Like we bought a new one. Our toilet's fantastic. Yeah. We have an awesome toilet. I think I talked about <laughs> we, it, right? There's a lot of toilet talk, but it, it's life, right? Yeah. It's life. Um, yeah, on our, I, I've been tinkering with our, our Twitch dashboard thing and on our, oh, OBS disconnected. What? Oh, is that bad? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll just wait a second while it reconnects. I was going to say something's spinning. Hopefully our know. internet's not out. No, it looks okay. Yeah, it looks fine. Anyway, I guess we'll just keep going. Yeah. Uh, where was I? Oh yeah, on the bottom of our bottom of our Twitch thing, uh, we have our Amazon stuff, and I actually put the bidet we have on there. Did you really? Yes, I did. So <laughs> you don't want to hear this from a girl, but get the bidet. I'm just telling you, get the bidet. Like even our son can use it now, and it's sometimes it's disastrous, but I I highly recommend the bidet. It will change your life for the better. So fix your toilet and get a bidet. Yeah. All toilet stuff here. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get on to feedback. I'm hoping this thing comes back up. Uh, if not, maybe we'll... Do we need to okay. take You know what? Yeah, we'll take, we'll, we'll take a quick break. I'll try to okay. get reconnected, and we'll be back in just a moment with feedback. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 355 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I think we fixed our Twitch errors. I don't know what happened. It just disconnected and wouldn't reconnect. So I don't think our internet went out because no, it didn't say it that it did. Like but it. it randomly goes out. I don't know what the deal is. Ever since it switched over Spectrum, it just drops for no reason at random times. Yep. So yep. it almost makes me kind of miss... Uh, it almost kind of makes me miss Time Warner but almost hey. not quite okay <laughs> just because the speed increases that we've gotten since yeah. it's been spectrum have been huge sure yeah so yeah. okay mm-hmm. first piece of feedback is Ready. from reefer who says happy thursday guys uh this was okay this is obviously thir- for meant for yesterday right. uh our facebook for whatever reason i've i made two posts this week about when the episode was going to be and I feel like less than half of our likes saw it. I, th- I want to say only like 140 people ended up being reached yeah. by our post. So I, I don't know why it. that is. Well, Sometimes was... it posts to Twitter. Sometimes it doesn't. I don't know what's going on. So, it's so annoying. So I can actually help you a little bit with that. Because okay. I, I have a friend who does um, like sales through Facebook. Yeah. And they have changed like the algorithms or whatever for how 
people see posts. So it's set to some kind of default uh-huh. that um, people won't see your posts unless they like manually go in yeah. and say like see all highlights. So or see everything. Uh-huh. So it defaults to like see highlights that people like or something like that. Um, Which we're terrible with social media. So. Yeah, I really should help out with that because I do Facebook and mm-hmm. you know I used to do a lot more when I did some direct sales on Facebook too. So and I, can, I, I know nothing I about Facebook. I don't use it at all personally. Just I use it for the podcast. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, he sent us this yesterday. He did send an addendum for for today. So Uh, he says, with the release of Pillars of of Eternity 2 this week, I decided to go back and try and finish the first one this week before getting into the new one. I'm already further along in Act 2 than I got the first few times I attempted to play it. This, of course, means I went back to Episode 194 to hear your thoughts on it from three years ago. Dan, you played like 25 hours in one week, so you loved it. Hearing you geek out about just how, well, geeky the game is is great. I've really been enjoying it my second go of it. Corey liked it, but he said he preferred Divinity Original Sin. But who cares about Corey? He abandoned us. Totally. <laughs> Hockey time, as always. Both beat the Bruins in five games around their way to their third Eastern Conference final in the last four years. I've been a Lightning wow. fan for over two decades now, and I can honestly say that this is the best team I've ever had the pleasure of watching. Sure. I hate feeling as confident because it can only lead to despair and sadness. Been there. But I don't think anyone's <laughs> going to be able to stop them from winning the Cup, not even Ovechkin. Fingers crossed for the Predators tonight. I'm with you, mm-hmm. Dan. Southern solidarity. Hashtag keep the cup out of Canada. Yes. This day in real life. On this day in 1497, Amerigo Vespucci set sail for his first trek into the New World. Wow. In 1775, representatives from the 13 colonies assembled for the Second Continental Congress in Philadelphia. Oh, my gosh. In 1869, the first Transcontinental Railroad was completed at Promontory Summit, Utah, linking that eastern and western united states with the golden spike in 1908 mother's day was observed for the first time in the united states in 1962 marvel comics published their first issue of the incredible hulk and in 1994 nelson mandela was inaugurated as south africa's first black president that's a lot of big things wow. i was gonna say like the so that Continental was Congress? that like, was may may 10th dang so that's that's a that's, lot of big things. That's really big. Oh, we should mention. Um, I don't I don't know if they listen regularly, but both of our cousins became fathers. Yeah. On uh, Tuesday the eighth. Yeah. So congratulations yeah. to our. Uh, for yep. those of that have listened to Thumbstick yeah. Athletes, one of them was uh, our guest, our guest cousin Chris, yeah. who was on a couple episodes. So yeah. Yes, he is now a father. Yep. So and congrats to him yep. and, and your cousin. My cousin Joe um, had his first baby as well on mm-hmm. the 8th. It was funny because um, he was born early in the morning and then Chris's baby was born later that day. And we were like, holy cow, like both of our cousins became fa- first time fathers on the same day. So mm-hmm. that was really cool. So congratulations to you guys. It's really fun. So yeah. uh, Pillars of Eternity was great. Uh, I am very interested in the second one. I'm glad it's seeing it to see it's getting very good reviews. I'm going to get it when it comes out on switch. I think it's coming out in the fall on switch. So I'm just, I haven't gotten it for PC because I'm waiting until then. Um, so that's why I haven't gotten it yet. Uh, hockey, uh, bolts. <laughs> I'm glad to see the bolts knock out the Bruins. The whole Marshand licking thing oh, has God. been disgusting. Yeah. yeah. I, I was telling you yeah i listened to a podcast where someone was saying like this is not a big deal and okay i'm a germaphobe so like i'll put that right out there i am a horrible germaphobe but like licking 
licking? Like, is that where we are? Like, is this what we want hockey to be? You know, like I think of, you know, I have a coworker whose daughter lives in Nashville and because of that, she's become a Predators fan and I've really been filling her in on hockey. So if we want new people to like this sport, are we going to let people lick people? Like, is that going, is there going to be this? Like, I don't think there are many other players in the league that are going to do it, but he's a big name and I think something, I think something needs to be done about it, but I think it's disgusting and out of whatever, you know, I don't know. It's just so dumb. Like, let's just not be dumb. Yeah. Totally agree. (laughs) Uh, also I, I'm with you on not tr- feeling too confident. I try mm-hmm. to do that too. Um, uh, because then, then the disappointment is all that more crushing when, when, yeah. when your team loses. So or it's just crushing no um, matter what. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, well, especially after, like we talked about earlier with the, mm-hmm. with the predators and how they looked against Colorado, we just didn't, didn't no. expect them to beat Winnipeg. There was so. no hope from game one. Yeah. Game one on, there was just no hope. Okay, so that's uh, Reefer's first email. Yeah. I'll read his I addendum love, right now. I love Reefer's, uh, I love your, like, the stain history. Yeah. It's always so fun to it's listen to. good stuff. To. Yeah, it's great. Uh, so this is his feedback addendum. He says, Dan, my condolences. What a fucking year, though, man. President's Trophy, first ever division win, franchise record in points. Nothing at all be, to be ashamed of there. My heart absolutely mm-hmm. broke when I saw Pekka sitting by himself in the tunnel oh, with his mask in his hands just staring at it. But hey, mm-hmm. let's all get on board the lightning train now, okay? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> that's what that. that's what I'm rooting for. I can for. do that. Stom- I like Stomkos a lot. Yeah, I like I a lot really of their do. players. I think I think Stomkos is a great guy. So. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that the day for the cast was changing until after I sent feedback again. So here's my everyone's favorite segment today in real life. On this day, nice. May 11th, in 3.30, Byzantium is renamed Nova Roma during a dedicated cer- dedication ceremony, though it is more commonly referred to as Constantinople. That's throwing it back. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, in 1310, that. Philip IV of France burned 44 members of the Knights Templar at the stake, claiming heresy. That's that's throwing it back, too. That's awesome. Uh, In 1858, Minnesota is admitted as the 32nd U.S. state. In 1949, Siam officially changes its name to Thailand. Hmm. In 1968, the St. Louis Blues lost their first Stanley Cup appearance to the Montreal Canadiens. And in 1997, Deep Blue, a chess-playing supercomputer, defeated Garry Kasparov in the last game of the rematch, becoming the first computer to defeat world champion chess player in a classic match format. Wow. What Hash- year was that? I'm sorry. That was 1997. Okay. Hm. Uh, hashtag keep the cup out of Canada. Hashtag no <laughs> caps. Uh, hashtag Vegas hasn't suffered enough to deserve it. That's a good one. Oh my one. God. I hashtag go, go bolts. I can't even get started on Vegas. No, my go ahead. God. You can say it. Are you sure? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So here's my thoughts on Vegas. Love James Neal. He did a ton for the Predators last year and I miss him mm-hmm. and I miss his toothless smile. <laughs> Because I thought that was fantastic. But, um, no, but, so at the start of the year, I was all about Vegas. Love their uniforms, by the way. Yeah, I do too. I, I, I know like people have a problem with them, but I really like the gray. It's just something different. Like, I'm mad that the Kings got rid of the purple. Yeah. Just because it was something different. Yeah. So, but anyway, so I was really like, I was like, I can root for Vegas. I can pull for them. And then I had this kind of moment, I guess, maybe a month ago. And I was like, stop, stop. Okay. These are not the Land of the Misfit toys. And they try to make themselves the Land of the Misfit toys. Like, I've read things where Mm -hmm. they say that about themselves. And I get it. Like, they weren't protected by their teams, and that sucks. Like, that has to be a terrible feeling. But Marc-Andre Fleury, people. Yeah. 
Marc-Andre Fleury, okay, that's not a misfit. Maybe he was a misfit in Pittsburgh, but, like, he's not a misfit. He's a Stanley Cup winning goalie. Yeah. I mean, um, so I struggle. And, like, James Neal, like, he's not a small name, you know. Um, So I'm kind, I've kind of cooled off on Vegas. Um, I think it's good, like, it's exciting to see, like, those people, their fans are crazy. Like, they are into it, and that's what I love about Vegas. But yeah. at this point, I I really, well, now I'm torn because I want them to beat Winnipeg because I don't like Winnipeg now. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I just, I'm not buying the Ve- the Vegas, like, oh, my God, it's their first year. Well, but look yeah. at who they're, t- it is their well, first Reefer, year. Reefer says their... that's been my exact argument. Yeah. They aren't an expansion team. No, they not, aren't. Not in the traditional sense anyway. Exactly. And it's funny because, so I was talking to another guy at work who doesn't really follow hockey, um, but he was saying to me, like, he was asking about the about Vegas, actually, and I was like, oh, well, they took players from each team, and he's like, I thought expansion teams were like nobodies, like young kids out of nowhere, and I was like, well, that's what it should be. And then I was telling him about, he was like, do you think the rules will change after this? He's like, what if this team goes on and wins the Stanley Cup? He's like, what do you think will happen? And I was like, I don't know, but we'll see because we have Seattle coming. And he was like, oh, he's like, I bet you anything the rule is going to change. And I was like, yeah, but they kind of set a precedent. But then think of the stress that puts on the teams. They have to make people vulnerable again. And that's got to hurt your relationship. Yeah, I you mean, know? yeah, it hurts your relationship with your team if you're, like, mm-hmm. not a protected player. Right. Um, it's just, yeah, like, I was reading the last, the previous expansions. They could protect, like, nine forwards and five defensemen and a goalie. and Like, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel for the most right. part. Right, There, right. you might get, you know, one or two decent players. But, you know, Vegas yeah. got, got good players, yeah. I mean, it shows. I mean... I am not like taking away from what they've done. Yeah, they've taken. They still a had brand, to win. It's a brand new team, and yeah. they still had to win. And they obviously have a good system because teams just aren't able to shut it down. I mean, the Kings, I don't think were like a big test for them, but San Jose, like, yeah, they have they have players. You know, San Jose is. Not... Oh, apparently Vegas gets their whole roster protected in the next expansion draft too. See, that's crap. <laughs> oh. Reefer, seriously, that's crap. <laughs> like, you know, I think I actually did hear that somewhere. Like, it's, I don't know. Like, I if they won the cup, uh, it's fine. Like, it is what it is. They earned it. But the whole thing around them, like, it's their first year and they're the land, you know, the land of the misfits. I just, it's not fully a, a land of misfit toys yeah. in my mind. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. So thanks, Reefer. I'm a little bit passionate. Sorry. <laughs> I just go on and on. <laughs> uh, next on the list is from Tito, who says, here's a link to Rocket League's 2018 summer roadmap schedule. A lot of nice changes in the works, like leveling and an X- XP mechanic. Hopefully Eric is on the show to quickly go over his thoughts. I know some of his fans haven't been putting in my time in Rocket League, uh, but this might get me to start playing more regularly. However, I do like the break for my favorite game. I'm actually not playing much games the past few weeks, waiting for God of War to drop into my hands. Yeah, when when uh, I'm sure Eric will discuss it. He actually was playing earlier, right, like right before we we started the podcast. I saw him on Rocket League, and I always check my Steam thing and just to see who's who's playing what. Sure. Um, yeah. That's so cool. I'm sure when when he's on again, I don't know what uh, what games he's he's got coming up that he's going to get, but 
I'll definitely have him him talk about it because I like it wouldn't make any sense to me, and I wouldn't want to try to explain it because I don't I don't really know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm pretty much glued to the ground in Rocket League, so <laughs> it's fun to watch you play. It's it's a fun game. Fun. It really is a lot yeah. of fun. I, I don't I just, think I, I could ever do it. I can't. I wouldn't. I don't like to play it online just because I'm terrible at it. I ha- even though I have it on the Switch now, so. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I pl- I was playing it for a while, but. You just get behind when you don't play it all the time, and yeah, so. yeah, it's kind of like like that's how I feel with Splatoon. Yeah. A lot of times, like you know, everyone's like the same level as me, and then I'm like a level four, and everyone's like ten trillion. And yeah. I'm like, well, this is not going to go my way, and I'm really sorry to my team because I don't remember how to play. So yeah, okay, yeah. I think that's it for feedback. So yeah, Whoa. all right. So we have front range from one to two. So Eric is one. Oh, uh, yep. Reefer. Reefer is the winner. All right. So the game. So I got to bring up the game. I was going to say, do you have that? I, I was do. going to ask you. So it'll be one, two. I believe it's 160 something. Uh, where are we here? I meant to bring this up in the break. And yes, of course, I forgot. We talked about it, but it didn't happen. It's okay. We have two mushy parent brains here. Mushy, angry, that the Predators lost parent brains. Okay, so it's 1 to 173. Okay. Are the numbers. Sorry. I'm like, oh, what does that mean? Okay. First number is... Reefer's still in the chat, so he might be able to pick his game right away. Awesome. First number is 55. I'm going to write these on my paper here. Oh, I can do it. Okay, 55 is... The Wolf Among Us. I know that one for some reason. Yeah. It's a telltale game. Sure. Okay, okay. next game. 136 is Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor. That's the most recent one, I believe. The EA one that came out maybe five or six years ago that was terribly received. 95. 95. 95 is Monaco. What's yours is mine. That's a fun co-op game. Hmm. What is it? It's a pixelated heist game. You have to break into various places and steal things. It's a, hmm. it's a, like a top down. It's quite good. Top down. Okay. Huh. Okay. Oh, next. Right. 38. I feel like I need to yell bingo. 38. Hex, Hex cells complete pack. Hex cells complete. I think I played Hex cells. Would I have played that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking of something else. I don't know. Okay, we got one more. Oh, okay, one more. 23. 23 is Dark Heritage, Guardians of Hope. No idea what that is. Let me read them. Yeah, go over the list again. Okay, so Reefer, your choices are The Wolf Among Us, Medal of Honor, Monaco, What's Yours is Mine, Hex Cells Complete Pack or Dark Heritage Guardians of Hope. All right, so those are your choices. Um, you can let us know now or later. It's up to you. Uh, I actually sent out a few games today. I've got a uh, contact Jake. He has one back one. I think he told us what he wants, but I don't remember specifically. So I'll I'll contact him. But I did send out uh, some of the games to try to get caught back up. So. Ooh, bolts are making a comeback. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I guess I'll check the Pulling score for real you. quick. 
Um, How jealous are we of Will right now? Seriously? Yeah. yeah. When he was saying, like, we might try to go to a playoff game, I was like, you might try. <laughs> it's like, you better go. <laughs> like, you better go. Yeah, definitely. So I'm glad. I'm glad he went. Yeah. Uh, for next week, we are likely covering Frostpunk. Um, I played a fair amount of it. Will, I think, is going to play it. I know Corey played a ton of it, so I'm actually hoping Corey's going to be on this week's episode, but I don't know. Uh, mm. Can't can't guarantee that, but I know he played quite a bit of Frostpunk. Even to he, I think he said he played it till three thirty in the morning last really? week sometime. So yeah, he was he was into it. I've I've really been into it. So that will be our episode for next week. I'm hoping it's Thursday. I really don't like recording on Fridays. Yeah, um, well, we don't have hockey anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, we're free. <laughs> yeah, yes, we are. We're free until hockey or Game of Thrones, whatever comes first. Predators hockey, I should say. All right, Reefer's going to pass. So I saw that. we will just uh, add those back to the library. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to come up with some like a, a way to still give games away. Send I actually them a, send him a candy bar in the mail. I wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Um,. Oh, yeah. Real quick before before we're done. Uh, if you want to help the podcast and don't want to spend money doing it, which why would you? Uh, the I set up our Twitch Prime thing. So if you are interested in subscribing to our channel, you can do so with your Twitch uh, Am- or with your Amazon Prime account. I'll tweet out the link at some point. There's one on our stream. I think if you mouse over it, it'll pop up. I'm, yeah, I think that's it. No. Yeah, that's it. I don't know. But yeah, if you mouse over our like stream, uh, it should pop up and let, let you know how to connect your Twitch account to your Amazon account. Uh, like I said, I'll try to tweet out the stuff, but uh, that's an easy way to support the podcast without having to spend anything. Yeah. Um, so we're going to, we yeah, are, me and Will are going to, uh, Reefer said he subscribed earlier. I did see that. I wanted to thank you, awesome. Reefer. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, me and Will are going to figure out like some subscri- subscriber benefits. Uh, I thought about maybe doing a game giveaway for subscribers and then a game giveaway for uh, feedback, uh, feedback people who submit feedback. But we haven't figured it out yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just haven't You'll had time it because out we will. We will because he's almost <laughs> done with school. Yeah, uh, and that, yep. you know he, we didn't talk about it this week because he was on vacation. So sure. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's everything. Next week, I think Thursday again, Frostpunk. So. Uh, that's everything for episode 355 of the Thumbstick mm-hmm. Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Val. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.